When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Hello, I'm Alberto and I'm here with Claudia from Holland. We're in Goa uh, for having yoga interviews and yoga conversations and I want to speak with Claudia about uh, teacher's training course, TTCs. Hello, Claudia. Hello, Alberto. <laughs> nice uh, to be here. I, I remember when we first met last year here in Goa as well, um, you had... You told me that you had done several uh, TTCs, and I said, oh, that's, that's interesting. Uh, you told me that you liked the experience of the TTC at that time a lot. So tell me, how many TTCs have you done? Well, I started my journey like I, uh, I never practiced yoga before, and I decided to do a teacher training, which was 500 hours, because I thought... If I want to learn something about yoga, I have to do at least something intense, right? Wow, that, but that was really like a starting really hard. I mean, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. in uh, Rishikesh, in the okay. foothills of the Himalayas, okay. like the yoga capital. There I did my 500 hours and it uh, completely changed my life. I Wow, I 500 hours, it. I guess, is like more than two months even, or is uh, it two months? Three months. Three months, okay, three months. wow. So, so I got 100% into it. Actually, since that training, I practice every day by myself to... Okay. I got really... Uh, and you happen really to be in Rishikesh uh, already there, and so, oh, there's the opportunity of doing this and got into it, or you went to Rishikesh for this? Well, I wanted to be an aerobic instructor or Pilates instructor, and then okay. I was traveling in India, and I went to Rishikesh, and I saw yoga teacher training, yoga teacher training, and then I thought, okay, I'm going to come back next year to, to do a yoga teacher training. Okay. And I came back, and I did it, and... Yeah. And with whom was the training and which style was, was it about? Or? It was, um, the first month was Ashtanga and Hatha. Okay. And the second, the second two months was uh, a mix, multi-style yoga therapy oh. and uh, a little bit of yin yoga, rocket yoga, like uh, vinyasa. <laughs> we learned to make sequences. So this was a little bit of everything. Okay. Yeah. And, and who was the teacher or was it in a famous place or something? Or just uh, it was the um, Association of Yoga Meditation, AYM okay. School in mm. Tapovan in Rishikesh. Okay, okay. And the teacher's name is Mahesh, but I don't remember the... So it was an Indian name. teacher? Yeah, Indian teacher. Okay. Yeah. And how did you come... I mean, because I guess many of the people that will listen to the podcast, they have never done a TTC and they are considering doing it. So how did you decide to do that TTC? Because from what you are telling me, it sounds that it was a really good decision at that time. So It was a really good decision. And I think personally... People are 
like if you already have a lot of experience in yoga mm -hmm. and you already did some trainings then it gets then it gets important what teacher you have or if your training is good but like me when you are just starting and you don't know so much about it yeah don't worry too much about what training you will pick like some people they are not picking a training because they're too indecisive about which one is good but if you're not knowing that much any information you will get will be proper so this training was not that good but it changed my life completely because it got you into the yoga thing and then yeah. you did other trainings later to yeah. complete probably okay. no i wouldn't go back there you know but it so. was good for a start okay yeah. so the, that's interesting because also like Um, my experience is like the opposite. I did a yoga teacher training after being 10 years doing yoga and doing uh, self-practice at home every day for the last maybe three years. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to do this intensive experience one month in India. And, and I came here to the school of BJ, which the, he teaches mainly Ashtanga Vinyasa, Power Yoga and Hatha. So it's also multi-style, but he divided in groups, the people. And at the end, I was just in the Ashtanga Vinyasa group because that's what I was doing. And I was surprised at that time. There were people there who had been doing yoga for two months uh, or for two weeks. Uh, there was a guy that has done yoga with YouTube videos for two weeks and he joined <laughs> the teacher training. And my experience was like the opposite. I, has, I had already read by myself the yoga sutras and things like that. And, and it was like, okay, maybe... I mean, I got from them, from the other people that were there, I got the idea, I should have done this before, right? And actually, it would have been right to do it right at the beginning. I mean, without the intention of teaching or anything like that, just for learning, it's a good experience. And I guess that's why there are so many teachers' trainings and there's so many offers everywhere in the world. You can find a teacher training. It's also a good business for the uh, teachers. So, so yeah, I think, I think overall it's a good experience, or at least... I only did that one, but you have done after this first one some others. Yes. Tell me about those. Uh, well, the second one I did was uh, purely Hatha. And uh, it was uh, very strict, like uh, also long meditation in the morning and a lot of chanting. And it was really a traditional Indian one, let's okay. say. And uh, we did twice Hatha a day, like for two hours. And we were uh, locked in inside of the ashram. We couldn't go out during the week, only one day a week. Okay. So and and that was uh, how many hours? It was 200 hours. So a month. Yeah. I think uh, that's where I improved my backbending a lot because in the Hatha is a lot of okay. backbending. So I got, that's what I mainly got out of it. But okay. other than that, the, the teacher was a businessman before. And he <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a little bit strange uh, strange okay. teacher, but I, I got out of it what I got Where out of Where was that one? In Kerala. Oh, in Kerala, okay. And how did you decide to go to that one? I mean, did, when uh, you did this first one in which you learned about all of the styles, yeah. and then you decided to go deeper into a Hatha one with this 200 hours. And not specially for the Hatha, but uh, I had a friend who went there. Okay. And then I saw it was also like 800 euros for a full month in a beautiful resort place, and I never went to Kerala, so I was like, okay. Okay, so that was also part it. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess one of the things of doing the teacher training in India is that 
it's quite affordable, right? The, the full month with the accommodation, with the food, with the complete thing, everything what it includes, it can be that uh, 600, 700, 800 euros, which is uncomparable, right, with anything else. Yeah, elsewhere. for sure. Yeah. And, okay, so then you did Hatha, but right now you are practicing Ashtanga Vinyasa, so... Yeah, actually I, I, came, uh, I came to Arambo, mm. and there I got to know uh, Balu. Okay, and and Ashtanga, yeah. I fall in love with the Ashtanga practice, but oh. I, I only had three weeks to practice with him. Okay. I practiced every day, and after this experience, I decided to do Ashtanga teacher training because okay. I wanted to know more about the alignment, about the philosophy of it, about several things. So I went back to Rishikesh to do uh, teacher training uh -huh. specialized in Ashtanga. Ashtanga Vinyasa with Kamal then. Yeah. Okay, because a famous teacher in, in Rishikesh. Yeah. And how was that experience? That was um, 200 hours as well? Yeah, 200 okay. hours. Cool. And uh, was it a good experience? Did you improve in your Ashtanga? This, uh, did it include what you yeah, expected? Yeah, this training was the, the best teacher training I did, okay. for sure. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, and then... The official teacher training, because I did the adjustment course with Balu, which was obviously better than the teacher training but from teacher trainings it was the best one it yeah, was very clear and i never had a really good anatomy i think mm -hmm. in in india the anatomy and philosophy is usually a bit difficult because the accent of the indian teachers and mm -hmm. they i don't know they just tell you stuff in a different way but there the philosophy and the uh, anatomy was kind of in a western way you know it was easy to understand good english good explanation okay. going into details okay yeah. and then maybe you can tell me so because since you just mentioned anatomy philosophy it's just that what does a, actually a yoga teacher training include from your experience you have seen do they all include these topics like anatomy philosophy i mean I remember my experience here with PJ. We would wake up in the morning and do pranayama first thing. Then there was the Ashtanga class, the Mysore class. Um, then there was breakfast. Then we would go for uh, anatomy or philosophy class, depending on the day, on alternate days. Then lunch. And then we have like the alignment and adjustments course in which we we'll go pose by pose, seeing all the details of the poses. And in the afternoon there was something else. Uh, ah, we had a hatha class or uh, like a, let's say, a more relaxing practice in the evening. And there was a meditation, a guided meditation at the end and dinner. Yeah, so it was like full day. It was a full job. Yes. Well, in all the teacher trainings you find uh, the same stuff because of the uh, Yoga Alliance thing, you okay, know? Okay, so it's a structured thing. It it's works a structured like thing. Like the Yoga Alliance tells you when you want to be certified by them yeah. tells you how many hours meditation how many hours philosophy how many hours pranayama okay so they don't really have a choice like balu's adjustment course is different because he is not with the yoga alliance yeah. so he can, he can do what he, he what he wants yeah. but you don't get a yoga alliance thing which most people think is important 
did you ever, I mean, in order, that's also important for the people who have done, not done the teacher training and may be considering to get the, the certificate, you don't get it by doing the course. The course is the enabler, but then you have to pay to the Yoga Alliance in order to get the certificate, yes. right? Did yes. you ever pay? Because I did the course, I could have, uh, but I had no reason to pay, so I didn't pay for well, the Well, in my first training, it was included. Okay. And was because it was 500 hours, the maximum you can do, yeah. I got it there and then I never had to do something about it anymore okay okay so i mean I, i think you have to pay to appear in their website of the yoga alliance or something like that yeah but there's I'm like a yearly sure. fee or something like that yeah. i don't think i'll ever need it to be honest no because you're not teaching actually right or are you teaching uh right now i'm not teaching but i taught before okay. and i i will teach at my own center but yeah. it will be my own center so, so i will not <laughs> ask myself uh for the certificate yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's. I guess that's the thing. When you when you do the teacher training, it, uh, you have to decide what you want to do afterwards with that. Uh, many people do it just to learn themselves, but also many people are, want to, for example, teach at resorts and surf places and things like that in Indonesia or elsewhere in the world. And there maybe having the certificate and then being in the list of the Yoga Alliance is a good thing. I yeah, guess. I think so. Or in Europe, maybe they, they will ask it, you know, maybe you need to, to show it like with yeah. the stricter rules. And I know how it works in Germany. In Germany, it's quite strange because the, um, the public health system pays for yoga classes for the people who are insured in the public health system but only if the teachers have done the course of uh, trainer in Germany and to get the certified German title you actually have to have studied in the university something related to human sciences or something like that psychology things like that and then do like a three years training in Germany so it has nothing to do with this 200 hours 500 hours a scheme is something totally different which is good i think because yeah it's in a way yes because these people doing 200 hours and then teaching is a, is a dangerous thing yeah i don't think after 200 yeah. hours i mean it, maybe there are people that without the 200 hours they can teach and maybe there are people that no matter how many 200 hours they do or 500 or 1000 hours they m might not be good teachers maybe it doesn't the course doesn't enable you It gives you the foundations, but it doesn't make you a good teacher, of course. It no, is, for uh, sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah and so um, maybe one thing from, from... I mean, we have seen what was good uh, from the different courses you have done, uh, the different TTCs, but were there other things that you remember, like, oh, in that one, I don't know. For example, I was super happy with the one uh, uh, that I did because everything was taken care of and everything was very easy. It was very... For me, it was the first time coming to India for a long period and I was happy that it was so easy it was everything the food was amazing everything was so well organized I didn't have to care about anything from that perspective it's not, I would always felt, uh, recommend people to, to go there um, while I don't know was, was your experience like that as well in, in all the, the trainings you have done that they were easy uh, for the student to just because you have done more than I mean The one I did is clearly focused to Westerners that come to India. But you have done, for example, one in an ashram. Uh, was it only Westerners there? Uh? It was, um, yeah, in all of them, there were only Westerners. Okay. And it was uh, very well arranged. Like okay. you, got, you got plenty of food, you got a nice room to sleep. 
So. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, and maybe was it always Indian teachers what you had, or have you done TTCs in which there were also Westerners as, as as teachers? Only Indians. Okay. That's also yeah. interesting. Maybe maybe you can tell me what you think. Um, when I did uh, the teacher training here with BJ, um, uh, my impression, I mean, there was BJ was teaching some of the classes, but of course he has a team of people uh, managing everything. And some of the other classes were teached by students of him. But these students of him, you know, the people who would teach, uh, do a teacher training maybe in Europe are people who are passionate about yoga. The people who teach yoga in India, it's a job. It's a well-paid job. So not necessarily they leave yoga, but they, you know, it's, it's, it's their job. They do it as a business thing. Uh, was that, did you get that, ex uh, that uh, feeling in any of, of, I mean, you said one of them was an ex-businessman who then was teaching yoga? Yeah, there is, it's in India, especially in Rishikesh, it's a, it's a full-on business and people from teacher trainings are talking to each other only about how many students you have and also when I'm talking to a teacher, they always ask me how many people come to class and yeah, it's a, it's a huge business. Yeah, And I, I saw both of my teachers, uh, I think they had a really also Kamal, he has an amazing practice and an amazing connection with the Ashtanga, but mm. by earning so much money, he changed and he's not practicing anymore. And oh. you just, I heard from many people and also people who are assisting there that the quality of the, of the training is going down because okay. it's, he's getting too much involved in business. And I think this is a, a dangerous aspect Yeah. of the of the TTCs that yeah the the line between making money and um, and teaching because you you want to do a service for the people is completely lost maybe you start good but then this power and money thing takes over and you're going a different direction and that is what happening what is happening in most of the cases i think it's hard to find a teacher like like balu who mm is really purely serving people. He's asking money, he's living from it, but I have the feeling it's still more about the service to people than for the money. Yes, yeah? but for example, Balu is a teacher that is not for everyone because they are, uh, the, the positive thing that I saw that everything is well arranged, you can book it online from, from the teacher training I did, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and you have the accommodation and the food, the all, everything they're cared of. That's not the case with Balu. Balu is alone doing his thing out of the yoga lines, whatever he wants and all that. And he, of course, he can, he can make money and all that out of it because he's a very good teacher. So he attracts people who already know and it's not for beginners. I wouldn't say Balu is, a, is someone you would go as a beginner. No. Yeah, as a beginner, you can start in, as you mentioned, in almost any TTC. It's going to be a good idea just to get the foundation, the grounds, and later you can... Uh, go into these more specialized uh, teachers and things like that yeah yeah in that sense it's good that you have these businesses uh, <laughs> yeah. doing this work because yeah. it brings people into the yoga yeah, yeah. some will stay some will learn something and go somewhere else some some will just don't like it at all <laughs> it could, yeah. could also be but yeah um, 
Well, I mean, I have heard only good experiences from TTCs. I've never had anyone complaining, oh, I had a terrible TTC, I didn't learn anything, or it was crap. I have to say, it did happen that in my when I was doing the TTC with VJ, VJ takes care of everything very well. And then there were there was like a philosophy class, and the teacher at the beginning he was a good guy and all that, but he was not structured. He was not he was not good for that actually. And then there were two girls that complained to VJ about it, and he immediately um, talked to the teacher, and he brought someone else from Mumbai who was teaching in the university, and that was so good, so inspiring. That guy, that was in best best philosophy uh, classes that we've had. I think where he he did like a intensive thing to recover for all what the other teacher had done, so to say, and structure it, and that was really good. But I could imagine it could happen that if you go to someone that is just doing it for the money, not caring too much about it, it could, it could be the quality is not so good. I, but I've never heard of anyone telling me something like that in any TTC. And of course, what do you think about, I mean, you have only done them in India, but you can do TTCs in other places, um, like, I don't know, Thailand or Indonesia, in Bali, in Costa Rica. Of course, the price is different. And and sometimes there, the teachers are actually Westerners. They are not Indians. So it's, I guess it's also a different experience. Have you heard from anyone that has done that? You haven't done it yourself, but other people? Uh, yeah, I've heard uh, good experiences from uh, two friends who did a training in uh, Bali. Mm-hmm. And they told me that especially in the anatomy and philosophy, it were Western teachers. And it was like very clear, a lot of information, a lot of... The way no. we, we are Especially used to learn Especially anatomy, yeah. yeah. The way we used to learn, we are used to learn things, yeah. Yeah, yeah in my, I remember in my TTC, the anatomy part was also... I mean, there was a girl who was specialized in that. She was Indian, but she, she was good, and there was no problem with the language or anything like that. Just maybe I'm not good with anatomy in general, I don't know, because it was like a lot of information super quickly, not, not that focused on what we were doing then in the other classes and all that, so it was difficult to grasp or to learn something useful from those classes. I think also when you are doing um, so many different subjects in one month, Mm. it's hard to grasp or to understand. To get everything, yeah. To get everything. Yeah. Then you choose what your main focus is, which is, for most cases, the practice itself, the pranayama, the asanas, yeah. Yeah, actually, I think from the TTC in my case, because I was, it was clear to me that I was not going to teach when I decided to do it. I did it to improve my practice. So, and there were actually, in the, in the group of people, we were like 12 people doing, and we split in people doing Hatha, people doing Power Yoga, and people doing Ashtanga. The three or four that we ended up in the Ashtanga, in Yasa class, none of us wanted really to teach. We just wanted to practice and improve our practice and things like that. So I think that also makes a difference. Um, if we go to the perspective of the teachers yeah, not that much of the students the TTC, okay, it has all this organization thing that you have to prepare for the students that the, everything is taken care of and, and there's the business aspect there's the positive aspect that it's, it can be a lot of money so if you, we say 12 students 800 euros that, that's 9,600 9, euros for a month in India that's a lot of money for example and and not only that, but um, actually teaching classes is very difficult to make a living. And doing TTCs, it's easier. So I think 
the TTC has that positive side, and I think that's why we are we see so many TTCs, uh, and also the thing of people doing workshops, retreats, uh, and things like that. Have you done? I mean, what you're doing with Baloo right now is, or, or you were, you did with Baloo before, is is not really a TTC, but it's this kind of workshop or course, yeah, on adjusting and things like that. Um, beyond that, have you done anything else, like going to workshops or, or retreats or anything like that? Um, I've never been to these luxurious, uh, expensive retreats. Yeah. But I've, de- I've done many intensive courses and workshops, also on Iyengar with Usha Devi and Rishikesh. Okay. And... Yeah, several things. I cannot even remember what. But <laughs> actually, I'm living six months a year in India. And all I do is courses, trainings, teacher trainings. So, yeah, I've done several things also to find out what is my main thing. Okay. Is there any any, any one course or workshop that you remember particularly as good? As something that uh, really, like, as you said, the first... TTC you did change your life was there also any course that opened up some perspective oh yeah for sure with Usha Devi Iyengar yeah I think especially when you practice Ashtanga it's very important to know this foundation of alignment of what muscles to use of to understand um, your body better and also your limits and your position and your yeah it's it was how, really important. How was that organized? What is it like? Was it like a short experience? Like, a, I don't know, five days? I course? did uh, one month oh. um, her class every day, which is like r- intense. And then mm. in the morning there is self-practice and she is there uh, watching you while you're doing self-practice, okay. which is mainly, for example, standing with a block in between your legs and yeah, feeling what muscles you are using, using okay. and and what is happening in your mind while you're doing that. So oh. it's a kind of still practice, like the opposite of Ashtanga, I would say. Mm. But it makes you very conscious about uh, every little thing in your body. It's very subtle. Okay, cool. But cool. she is also doing intense courses uh, that you have two practices a day with her and philosophy, but that I never did. Okay, okay. That was also in Rishikesh, right? Yeah, she... She teaches four months a year, or five months a year, I think. In Rizikas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Rizikas is like an amaz- amazing place, right? There are so many courses and things happening there that it's impossible. It's I mean, too much almost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's impossible to stay in Rizikas and, and just do nothing. It's not possible. There, there will always be something that you want to learn or want to do there, yeah. Yeah, I have only been once, but I liked it a lot. Uh, yeah, because the energy. You do there. something in the morning, in the afternoon, and in the day you were uh, at the beach hanging out with the cows. <laughs> yes. That's basically Rishikesh life. Yes, and I like that there's this thing. There's no cars on that one side of the Rishikesh, and it's quite relaxed. Going, yeah, I mean compared to India in general, because also that could be something for the people that uh, that listen to our podcast. I mean, you live to in, in you live in India long periods of time. But you realize India is not for everyone. No. And also not the place I want to eventually live. No. Okay. Yeah. So it's... No. Because that's something I tell to everyone. Yeah. I like coming to India every year for a month or a month and a half or two. But I know that's not for everyone. I cannot recommend it to anyone actually because it may be that you hate it. <laughs> yeah. It's... 
something that is, is, is difficult. Um, but in the TTCs, I mean, coming back to the topic, you don't get that much of India. So I, I felt, I felt like I was like so well organized, so arranged that I was taken care of all the time and I didn't have to decide uh, whether this thing that I'm going to eat is, is clean or is going to be good for me or not. It was clear. It was all done for Westerners. It was all good. Yeah. So there was no, actually I wasn't sick that month that uh, I did the TDC. I didn't get absolutely any problem. I was perfectly okay. Super happy actually. Yeah. So. If people want to come to India for a TTC, I would definitely recommend it. I mean, <coughs> it's a good way to, yeah, there's no danger in doing a TTC in India. Yeah, no, oh. no, actually not. I mean, no. there are so many that you have to choose what would be good for you, of yeah. course. And uh, what, what could be the parameters, I guess. Just get a recommendation from someone who has done it before or get a famous teacher or something that is going to be well arranged. I wouldn't yeah. go to a first timer in India, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't go to that. But, but, uh, but in general, yeah, they, they are good. Um, okay, you said about this workshop uh, of Injengar and now maybe you can tell me a bit more of what your, this, this thing with, we mentioned about the Baloo and the adjustment course. Maybe we can talk more about the topic of Ashtanga, that of course there are TTCs in Ashtanga, Vinyasa, but they are out of the world of the official Ashtanga trend in Mysore. Have you ever been to Mysore? Um, I've been one day, but I wasn't <laughs> ready. Okay. No. What That's does it mean that you weren't ready? Well, I I didn't know the sequence yet. Okay. Or I was just learning it. And um, I asked around in some cafe to some yogis, like, how can I practice here? And they were quite closed. They were like, no, there you have to book a lot in advance and you have to stay minimum of time. And... They were not giving that much information and they were kind of like, we don't want you here. I had okay. that, that impression from the few people I spoke with. So I guess it's really like a bubble where they are all in. And yeah, there there was something there that I just didn't feel, yeah, I didn't felt part of, of that world yet. Now okay. I can imagine to go there and now that I'm a more serious practi practitioner, I can imagine that I'm going inside of that Mysore bubble the and bubble. enjoy it <laughs> and become friends with these people. <laughs> but um, yeah, at that time, I, it was it just wasn't my time. Also, I didn't know what teacher to go to. And now because I know. Many, yeah, there are many teachers in Mysore, right? That are all doing Ashtanga Vinyasa. Yeah. Of course, you can go to the official thing of Sharat and Sarasvati if you get in through the long, difficult process, right? Yeah. But you can go to any of the other ones uh, as well and yeah okay and so Balu our teacher here uh, he's out of that world let's say but he teaches Astanga Vinyasa and he is like very I would say uh, beloved by very advanced uh, students right I've heard uh, for a lot of people that know Balu that are very very advanced uh, practitioners so so why do you think it's that? I mean, I think you can say that all all Balu's students are good practitioners. They are becoming good practitioners because Balu has an approach that is um, really personal towards the towards the student. 
Like he knows what is good and what is not good for you. He knows when to push, when not to push. He's not only looking to the physical aspect, he's also looking to the mental aspect. And he's taking it very easy, very careful. Like when I was uh, like in Supta um, Kurmasana, uh, when Kamal was adjusting me, he was always putting me straight away in the posture. And Balu taught me to do it by myself. Like first, one day you work on the feet. The other day you work on grabbing the hands. Mm -hmm. So slowly I'm working towards it by myself. And if someone just put me in it, I'm thinking, yay, I can do it. But <laughs> I don't know the process to get there. So you I will be... Need that person I too. will <laughs> always need the teacher. And Balu is is teaching you in a way that you can do everything by yourself and yeah i think that's what's what makes him so special and and why people love him so much yeah also because it's a reduced group of people and and it's i mean he takes only students who are going to be there for longer periods of time mostly and then yeah, you build kind of a relationship as well right on, yes on, on based on the practice uh, but uh, that also helps you. Um, okay, so now now you're here. Do you think uh, you're never gonna do a TTC again? You have done already three, four. So well, I will go to Mysore and and do courses. Like okay, I will continue, but I won't ever do uh, commercial TTC the again because. I know what they will teach me in philosophy. I know basically the whole thing. Yeah. So I could assist in it or I could even do my own TTC, you know. It's no doesn't make any sense to to attend one anymore. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But you're going to do these specialized things with very concrete uh, teachers here and there uh, to, to just go deeper on certain aspects. Yes, exactly. Okay. To improve my practice and also to experience different teachers because I will want to become yeah a teacher myself and take all the good from all the teachers and then create my own idea about how I should do it. I find it amazing because you did first a 500 hours, then a 200 hours, then a 200 hours. Now you have done all these uh, workshops and you're still thinking, I'm going to do more in order to become a teacher. After my 200 hours, right, uh, there was a guy there that was maybe 22 or something like that. Uh, he was a very nice guy. And, and he was doing his first TTC. He has practiced yoga very little, I would say, yeah. And... I wrote him an email like one month after the 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 TTC. Oh, what are you doing? And he told me he was teaching yoga <laughs> <laughs> in a surf retreat in Bali or something like that. Like he was doing surf and teaching the yoga afternoon, and he was super happy and all that. Like, wow! <laughs> and you are gonna become the super expert <laughs> to go and give that a step. I mean, you have taught yeah. already. I even I even told myself I'm only gonna teach after I did like a six month yoga therapy course. Okay. For me, it's. I don't want to break people's body. I want to understand exactly. You know, like Balu, when he, when someone has a hamstring injury, he knows what to do, what not to do. He understands yeah. it. When he is feeling the spine, he feels something strange. He also knows. So this is so important because if you have no, not so much knowledge about it, and you just start teaching. It's, 
yeah people maybe enjoy it but they are not aware of what they are doing with their bodies and if you're not doing yoga correctly you can break your body instead of healing it so for me it's very important that i know exactly what i'm doing to the people that i'm teaching and that they are improving and not breaking themselves yeah did so you have serious in injuries um not really no oh, okay no because it sounds like you're so concerned about that that it sounds oh maybe you had something and that's why no no but i've i mean in the especially in the ashtanga world you don't hear anything else than <laughs> i have pain here i have pain there everyone has had an injury and yeah You know, I have a little bit pain in my knees and sometimes in my shoulder, so I can But say that's part of it. That's <laughs> that's part of it. <laughs> But um, yeah, it can go to towards, especially when someone is practicing a lot. It's yeah. important that they pra practice in the right way. And yes. For me, it's at least important to have the knowledge about it. And when someone comes to me with a problem, I can give an answer. Mm. I won't be like, oh, wow, I only did 200 hours, so I'm not sure if I can answer you. I don't want to be this kind of teacher. I want that the people really feel like, okay, this person understands and knows. And, you know, this, this safety feeling which Balu gives me too, mm. you know, like... Okay, okay, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I also don't have any problem if someone says, I don't know. That's If it's a honest answer, that's perfectly okay, right? If it tells you, look, I'm here teaching, I only did a 200 hours, I don't know about your particular thing, which is perfectly okay. The problem would be that you do something wrong on someone that has an injury or something like that, right? But if, yeah, of course, not knowing. But, I mean, there are, there are cer certain things that are always safe and cer certain way of practicing that you also know it's not safe sometimes you see people that are practicing super intense and um, that you see at some point they're gonna break yeah but yeah okay good that was that was that was I mean all I wanted to know about DTCs <laughs> so, with, with our expert uh, Claudia oh. uh, yes um, as a summary let's let's say what what do we say to whomever listens to the podcast that It's a good thing to do a TTC to learn, uh, yeah? Not necessarily to teach, but to learn about yoga because it's very comprehensive, right? It gives you all these foundations. And of course, there are probably, I mean, we haven't heard of, but probably there are bad TTCs around because there are so many. There are, not all of them can be good. But even if they are average, they are already good, right? So uh, you, you always learn something. If you come with an empty, let's say, mind, but at some point you have to stop doing TTCs because they are all very similar, right, in content. That was yes. more or less what I got. Yeah, the, the most important is that you are not uh, not having a judgment about it while you are doing the experience. Just go, you know, and, and be happy with anything what you are getting Yeah. without complaining because this happens a lot in TTCs. People complain with expectations with expectations, yeah. and this is not good and that is not good. But I think if you have an approach that everything you learn will be good mm. and everything you don't learn, you will learn somewhere else. Mm. That is, then you will yeah, 100% enjoy a TTC. It's a very good way to learn more about yoga and yeah. your body and the philosophy. And yeah, I yeah. I don't know if there's possible to discriminate TTCs, so to say, it's, uh, to divide them in, oh, 
for this kind of people, this TTC, because it of, it's of course good if you end up in, in with a group of people. I mean, you're going to be sharing a month, uh, the minimum, with that group of people. So it's of course also an important part. Uh, you didn't mention how did you in the TTCs you did was the other people doing the TTC was it part of the TTC as well of learning from them or sharing experiences and things like that or uh, I've made some really good friendships okay. it's um, you're sharing something really intense mm. so you're learning a lot from each other but what I also noticed is there's always people starting to complain yeah and in my first teacher training, I really didn't want any negative influence. So the last month, I didn't talk to anyone. Oh, oh. And I, <laughs> I just said I want... And that's actually when my transformation came, by not talking, by not getting negative energy inside, by not putting my own energy out. So... That's interesting. That's when transformation came for me with the silence. But other than that, when I got over that, and now I'm like socializing with people more, then I, I made really good friendships in TTCs and people that I'm practicing with. And yeah, you can learn so much from each other. And yeah, sharing something, such a passion or such an intense time is it's, yeah, it's special. You never yeah, forget yeah. those people that yeah, you connect with there. That's true. Yeah. That's why I think... If there were a way, but there is no way. I don't think there is a way to know in advance, oh, to this TTC, this kind of people go, then I should join that one. Because in mine, it's true that mostly were very, very, very young girls that were... Some of them were doing yoga for a longer period, but most of them not that long. And then it was me and them. And this guy who was doing surf who was, <laughs> was, was also very, very young. Uh, so so it, was, it was like the crowd, was, but I enjoyed it anyhow. So it was not so... It was just a month. So, and I was enjoying everything of the TTC itself, the content, and the people were okay. It was fun also to, enjoy, uh, to have time with them. I didn't make uh, long-lasting friendships, no. But now you do with yes. the yeah, 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 of course. Now, now that you're practicing at other places, exactly. Yeah. Now it's different because it's more yeah. every. I if I've gone to a retreat or anything like that, or even in Rishikesh on the street in Rishikesh, I have made, uh, met people with whom you have conversations that are m much more meaningful than with friends that I know very long. Actually, with whom our life has separated ourselves a bit, right? But with with. In, in Rishikesh, for example, a lot of people are for the same thing there and you can have, you can share a lot with people and, and also learn a lot for people. So that, that's, that's, I think it's part of it. Yeah, and then you it. come back home and, and you talk with friends that are not doing yoga and you're like, oh. <laughs> what are we talking about <laughs> what, now? What yeah. are we going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, that happens a lot. I guess that's part of the bubble of Mysore as well. It's yeah. a bit the bubble of yoga in general, I think. We will have to explore that in another, <laughs> in, another, <laughs> in another chapter of the podcast. But with Claudia, thank you very much for having this conversation about yeah, yoga. thank uh, you too. On the topic of TTC. And yeah, uh, thank you very much everyone for listening.
Hallelujah. 